week of January 1st, 2024. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Now, every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we are talking about, um, well, mainly about digestion, but uh, I was looking at the list of top 10 reasons, or basically top 10 questions that people asked, uh, quote unquote, Dr. Google Mm -hmm. uh, in 2023. Uh, What are the top 10 health questions that were asked? Okay. And one of them was, what can I do about bloating? Okay. <laughs> so the the topic today is what can I do about bloating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the topic <laughs> of the day. All right. Yeah. Well, it's really, it's, you know, bloating is a, a basically, it's an uncomfortable condition. Obviously, um, you start to basically get gas that starts expanding in the lower uh, digestive tract. You know, a lot of people say it's my stomach that's bloating. So it could be this the stomach is is expanding. Um, other times it could be actually the small intestine or the large intestine that is feeling that it's expanding and bloating. And really that just has to do with food that isn't digesting well. Mm-hmm. And when your food doesn't digest well, you have these little bad bacteria that are ex- you know living in your digestive tract that start to feed off of that food that's just sitting there. And as a byproduct of their feeding, they emit gas. They're, they're emitting hydrogen gas, they're emitting carbon dioxide. So they're, you know, they're emitting gas and it's expanding and making you bloated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. can be pretty uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And sometimes it lasts for a few hours. Sometimes it might last for like a day or so. You know, it just depends on what it is that's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what did the Google search article about all this give as the, you know, reasons why people bloat? Well, there's a number of reasons. It, you know, it can come down to being constipated you know, things are not moving through well, that would be more of like a more chronic kind of bloating feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be, it could come down to just, you know, overeating and putting a lot of different types of foods in your stomach all at one time, and you're not able to digest it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it could come down to um, lactose intolerance, or maybe another type of food intolerance, like maybe a gluten intolerance mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about like celiac disease where that's when people have an like a real allergy to gluten mm-hmm. but gluten intolerance is something that's more common than people realize mm-hmm. and gluten can cause bloating and uncomfortableness yeah um if you're not uh well suited for it and not breaking it down yeah um and then some people you know can't digest well certain actual healthy foods like um, like beans or certain grains and the uh, family of vegetables called the cruciferous 
type of vegetables, which include broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, uh, cauliflower. Um, and so some people don't digest those foods very well. And they, you know, even in their attempts to eat healthier, they start eating those foods. And then they say, yeah, I can't, I, I want to eat these because I've learning that they're so good for you. But when I eat them, I don't feel well and I get bloated and I don't digest them. So those are a number of reasons why, why uh, people may feel bloat. Um, so what's your solution? Well, my solution sort of always comes down to, first of all, um, not overstuffing your stomach. You know, we have this little rule in the um, we, that we learned in the in the blue zones from the blue. Well, we learned from the blue zones, which is a, a an old uh, rule from ancient uh, Japanese uh, culture uh, f that was actually from Confucius, and it's called harahachibu. Um, but but what it translates to in English is only eat until your stomach is 80% full. Mm. So you have to kind of really be in tune with your body to kind of understand, well, when I'm, how do I know when my belly is only 80% full? Well, one way is to slow down right. when you eat. So mm -hmm. don't eat so quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, take time to chew well and and you know, don't don't be so so much in a hurry to get all that food in and get the meal over with, you know, you, you need to Take your time a little bit, and uh, and so you, and when you do that, you can actually feel mm -hmm. at, that your stomach is filling up, mm -hmm. and you don't go over that eighty percent. Um, one of my tried and true ways of knowing when I'm eighty percent is I actually learned to measure my food. Like in my mm -hmm. early days of mm -hmm. eating healthy, um, I did. I used portions mm -hmm. and when I used the, you know, I started out with a, you know, a specific uh, plan with portions and I was able to understand, okay, when I eat this amount of portions, I feel pretty satisfied and I don't feel over full. Mm -hmm. So I learned what that looks like on my plate. So now even when I go out to eat, I can see, oh yeah, that's going to be too much. So well, I can put some aside, take it home or whatever, and I know that I'm not going to be overfilling my stomach with too much food. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so that's one thing. Um, another thing, though, I, which I think is one of the main things is the enzymes that we require to digest our food. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a whole this is a whole thing about digestive health, and I know there's a lot that we could talk about in that area, but, you know, kind of simply what it comes down to is we, you know we have a lot of different compounds in our food like the molecules we have proteins we have starches we have uh, fats um, and when we when we look in and we have carbohydrates so in e even in the the family of carbohydrates we have a whole variety of different types mm -hmm. of carbohydrates we have starch we have uh, simple sugars, and then we have these uh, particular types of carbohydrates called oligosaccharides. Um, and uh, and these oligosaccharides, uh, there are some of them that tend to be very difficult to digest. And one of them, you know, which is pretty commonly known, is you know the the ones that are in beans. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people realize that when they eat beans, you know. 
they it gives them gas mm-hmm. um in fact you know it's so common that you know we've come up with that little saying uh, the beans are the magical fruit and the more <laughs> you eat them the more you toot <laughs> so um but you know it, why why is that why why does that happen to people well typically it happens because they're lacking a couple of digestive enzymes and these digestive enzymes are called alpha galactosidase and invertase. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are actually made within your body. Mm-hmm. So, um, and by the way, some, some of our foods that we can eat in raw form, like certain vegetables or certain fruits, um, nuts or seeds, actually have enzymes in them that help us digest those foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime we cook a food or heat it, we literally denature the molecular structure of the enzymes. Mm -hmm. And so those enzymes cannot work as an enzyme anymore. Mm -hmm. And what an enzyme is, is I always like to refer to enzymes as like little scissors that go in and snip the bonds between the molecules in our foods so that they break down and then can be used either for energy in our body or they are eliminated in the bowel movement. Mm-hmm. So the so enzymes are very important because we need them to break the food down. And if we don't have enough of them or they're completely lacking, eh, we're gonna get bloated. You know, we're not gonna feel well. Um, the most common um, example of this is lactose intolerance. Mm-hmm. So what is lactose intolerance? Well, there is an enzyme that we we humans produce in our uh, in our gut that is called lactase. And mm-hmm. lactase is specifically for breaking down lactose. Right. Okay. So many people are lactose intolerant because they don't produce enough or they have stopped producing uh, the, the enzyme lactase. Mm-hmm. So when they eat foods that have lactose in it, they feel bloated, right? Mm-hmm. And that's usually more of a temporary bloating. It's as it's kind of working its way through. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and by the way, there are supplemental lactase enzymes that people can buy and take when they eat a food that has lactose in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we even now have like, you know, dairy products that you can buy that are lactose free. Right. So, and what does that mean? Lactose free milk. It typically, it doesn't mean that they took the lactose out of the milk. What they did was they added the enzyme into the milk and it broke down the lactose right there in the milk. So when you drink the milk, you don't have to digest the lactose. It's already digested within the milk. Okay. So, Uh, So that's one thing. Now, when it comes to beans and like cruciferous vegetables, um, these these two enzymes that we need called alpha-galactosidase and invertase, um, these are produced in our, uh, well, alpha-galactosidase is produced in our saliva, and then it's also, again, produced in our small uh, in our small intestine, so it's produced by the pancreas and the salivary glands. So we get it in two places. What, you know, first time is when we're chewing, mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit of breakdown right there in the mouth, and then the rest of the breakdown can happen in the small intestine. The invertase is only created in the 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 uh, lining of the small intestine. So when the those compounds get to that part of our digestive tract, that's 
released and then helps break them down. So if a person doesn't have enough of these enzymes or just not producing enough of them, which can happen as you age, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is we stop producing as many enzymes as we get older so, as we did when we were younger. So that's right. why when people age, they're, they're like all of a sudden... Oh, I can't. Those foods don't agree with me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that the there's nothing wrong with the food. The food necessarily didn't change. It's your ability to digest the food that has changed. Mm-hmm. So um, now you can get these enzymes in supplement form, just mm-hmm. like you can get lactase in supplement form. Mm-hmm. This is one of the probably what I would consider to be one of the best. Um, you know, kind of like you know, food technology type of things that we have now available to us, similar to how we we now can take supplements of probiotics and Mm -hmm. prebiotics. Digestive enzymes can be a game changer for people's digestion. Mm -hmm. um, And that takes away that bloating. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been, uh, there was a study that was done with people who had a problem, um, breaking down the uh the the alpha galactosidase um and they gave them a a supplement that had alpha galactosidase and invertase as well as some other digestive enzymes such as the ones that can break down uh just regular starches and uh lactose and and proteins um and basically they consumed uh two and a half cups of cooked beans and we're either given 300 IU or 1200 IU of alpha galactosidase, or they were given a placebo. Mm-hmm. And the symptoms of abdominal discomfort, like bloating, gas, diarrhea, and the production of hydrogen glass, gas were all measured for a period of about eight hours. And there was a significant reduction in the symptoms for people who took either dosage of alpha galactosidase. However, the higher dosage, the 1200 IU dosage, was found to be especially beneficial at reducing the severity of gas and hydrogen production. Mm -hmm. So I recommend a, what I call a full spectrum digestive enzyme. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is going to include the alpha galactosidase and the invertase, mm-hmm. as well as all of those other enzymes for everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I see may like huge relief in symptoms from my clients mm. just from taking these digestive enzymes. Now, you have to take them when you eat the meal. You're supposed to take them. Like if you are eating beans, you should take those enzymes when you're eating the beans. Like mm-hmm. taking them, you know, many hours before or the next day isn't necessarily going to help that much it has Hmm. to it has to be working during the digestive period so you know when you eat the food that's when your body starts digesting it so you need those enzymes at that time Hmm. so i find that to be maybe one of the challenges the biggest challenges for people is that, oh, they don't remember to take the enzymes at the meal. They're right. used to taking their supplements or whatever, like in the morning or in the evening or whatever. But right. if you want the relief from the bloating, you have to take those enzymes when you eat the meal. Hmm. So that, that'll that give you the best result. You know, Maybe if you take it like an hour after the meal, you could still take the enzymes and it would probably even help then as hmm. well. Um, now, one thing I think people might already know about, and that is a, uh, a product called Beano. Yeah. Okay. 
So Bino is a digestive enzyme. It actually contains alpha-galactosidase, but it's in low quantities. It's not in the quantities that we found in the, uh, the study, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't contain invertase. Hmm. And you need both for mm. the best result. So that's why you need a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme if you're having these bloating problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah. so that particular brand that you recommended to your clients, is that something that we can have a link to? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It has, uh, by the way, it has um, 600 IU of the alpha-galactosidase. So if you want to get that 1,200 IU that was used in the study, you'd have to take two. Two of them two a of day. Them, yeah, which is not uncommon. I typically do recommend take two capsules of the digestive enzymes when you eat a meal. Hmm. Yeah. So I've, I, I, I know that I take, you know, fish oil and others, and I take my digestive enzymes kind of in the morning, um, and I do it every day. I mean, does it, does, is there any kind of reservoir you can, build in your belly to stay around when it's time to eat or no? Well, I think if you're taking them in the morning and then you're eating a meal, like not too long afterward, that's going to help you with that meal. Um, But if you're eating a meal like for dinner, when you took your enzyme in the morning, that may not last long enough to have an effect for that dinner meal. Mm. So you would want to take some more enzymes that, with the dinner meal the di- if you mm. feel that that dinner meal is going to be one that's difficult to, to digest. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So uh, anything else before we go, Dee? No, I mean, I think that uh, this is something that's really important. I think that not a lot of people understand enzymes. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard about probiotics, we've heard about prebiotics, um, and how they're important for digestion, and yes, they are. A lot of times, uh, I have clients that have to take all of this. They, you know, we take probiotics, prebiotics, and enzymes. And oftentimes, you can find an enzyme supplement that has some probiotics in it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, so this is great that you, you've had your clients come back. They say, "Oh my gosh, a completely different Absolutely. world." Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's world great. of difference. That's great. Well, yeah. thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education, both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.